Good morning and welcome back to Wildfire Tribe Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. My name is Sean. And my name is Kylie. And it is wonderful to be quantumly entangled with you this beautiful day. So the subject for today is quantum entanglement. It is lovely to have you join us. And thank you so much for joining in, listening to our podcast. Thank you so much for visiting our website, wildfiretribe.life. And thank you for your support of our podcast and everything that we do. We've been having a lot of people listen to our podcast over the last year from all around the world. And we thank you so much for being one of those people. And we thank you for your support of the podcast going forward so quantum entanglement do you have a definition yes well it is a phenomenon that occurs when a duet of particles are generated interact or share spatial proximity in such a way that the quantum state of each particle of the group cannot be described independently of the state of the others including when particles are separated by a long distance that's pretty cool so that means that you can be in Sydney and I can be in New York and we can be vibing together in this space of quantum entanglement we can be feeling like we're actually joined and we are actually separated by physical distance right so you're actually just talking about vibing with somebody who's not in the same proximity that's right yeah or or experiencing the same phenomenon so or experiencing the same feelings or feeling like you're actually in the same location when you're not yeah right so do you have any examples of that having happened in your life i've got heaps and heaps of them even just the simplest things when you're thinking about like i was thinking about my sister the other day and then that morning she just rang me and it's just one of those things where you're feeling like your thoughts are entangled with somebody else like you there's a, like a, a beauty and an intention there and then all of a sudden that manifests in the in the physical realm as being an encounter. Yeah, well, I've been practicing this type of thing for many, many, many years, and I particularly like practicing it with guys that I interact with, so people that are involved in some of the Zoom meetings that I have, some of the groups that I run, etc. I like to be in a state at all times of processing thoughts, etc., with God, you know, in constant union with Him, and also in constant union with Him, knowing that I'm also connected with other people that I'm connected with so guys that I have a friendship with that I spend time with online or sometimes physically I also like to pay particular attention to what is happening around me and in my thoughts when I'm not with those people so if they come to mind I like to question why that is And if there's a thought that's going on in my mind about a particular person, sometimes I'll send them a text message. I'll give them a ring and just see what's going on in their life just to see if it's actually like a prompting for me to interact with them because I'm quantumly entangled. Now, a couple of days ago, Dave, Dave who actually listens to our podcast, he, I sent Dave a message and I sent Dave a text message just kind of out of nowhere. It probably felt like to him like it was out of nowhere, but it was 
was because he came to my mind and I just thought, well, that's a prompting. I sent him a message and almost immediately Dave sent me a text back of a picture, a short video of a motorbike and the exhaust pipe was actually like, looked like a horn off a, a brass instrument, you know, like a euphonium or something like that. And he sent that to me almost instantly and I thought, wow, then he had that come back pretty quick. And then he mentioned in his next text that it was pretty wild that he was actually halfway through editing that footage to send to me when I sent him a message. I love it. It's so cool. It's one of those beautiful things, I think, that just reveals, like, and this always the opportunity for us to go oh that was just like a coincidence or any of those things that we can put it down to but really it is just an illustration of our oneness in one another and in all of creation with one another with all of creation that this crossing over place of the fullness of what already is in Christ because there is no separation yeah coincidence is a word that you can throw over the top of a lot of different occurrences though isn't it you know it's it's kind of like a lazy way of explaining something that happens without investigating it oh that's just a coincidence or is it exactly it's not a coincidence now I rung a friend of mine about a year ago I won't mention his name about a year ago I was thinking about a particular friend of mine in the same way that I thought about Dave the other day and I didn't actually reach out to him and the next day I, th- I was still thinking about him and I thought okay well that's two days in a row I'm going to reach out to him and I sent him a message and I asked him if I could ring him and he said yes and I rang him and we spoke and I asked him how he was going and he said he was going fine and then the more I asked the longer we stayed on the phone more truth became revealed and he said that he actually was not too bad today but yes Yesterday, if I had rung him, was a completely different story because he was not very good mentally the day before, the day that I was supposed to first make contact with him. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And sometimes the opportunity to find out what was going on with that person is that very reminder that we're all interconnected and woven together in the tapestry of his goodness far more than we realise. And I think today, one of the things that I wanted to unpack in our discussion is just what can that an awareness of that connectedness, of that oneness do for the field of of consciousness, the field, those magnetic fields out there, those quantum fields, what can our awareness of that do collectively to make a tangible and physical and difference on our earth for us to start to really begin to see the things that we hope for and dream for become our reality when we realize that we are part of this connectedness. So connected as we are via podcast and also obviously we will be connected via sound I want to explain to you what some of the sounds are around us today. We're outside, down by the riverside. We have, we're underneath a couple of trees, and the trees actually have small berries dropping out of them. So every now and again, a small berry lands on the table that we're sitting at, and you should be able to hear the birds above us too. I don't know what sort of birds they are. There's another berry then just on cue but it's a beautiful day uh, in New South Wales Australia down by the riverside it is actually summer but it's quite early in the day and I would say it's probably about mid 20 to 30 degrees Celsius at the moment it's beautiful it's like a really nice day beautiful so quantumly entangled so does quantum entanglement also goes so far as to explain 
thought processes or how about does it go so far as to explain thought connections with other people so if you were thinking of somebody and I'm just making this story up as I go because we're down by the riverside there's a path here and not that long ago we were walking our dog in the afternoon and we ran into some friends of ours that we sometimes have coffee with and the man said to me when we were walking along I was just thinking of you earlier as we were coming down to the river and I said well I'm not surprised because I think that even when it's getting close to a time where you're about to encounter each other physically if you are connected beyond that if you have a relationship with someone I'm not surprised at all that you can actually sense when you're actually going to run into each other and I think that that's what happened with that man that day do you think that that's possible yeah definitely Ab- yeah, I totally, absolutely Is that quantum do. entanglement? It is, and it's also like part of what we refer to as the morphic field, which is like this energy field that defines the entire biology of all living beings. Like it provides a force field that guides the development and the behavior of an organism as it grows. It's this space around us that is interacting that that invisible space that's interacting wow with each other even when we're not really aware that it is i think it's it's pretty amazing okay well i've got something else for you and that's why i was asking do you think that this is somehow connected to today's conversation i just want to run a story by you now a few months ago i was in a town which was about let's just say 500 kilometers from where we live now and i messaged a person in that town to see if i could connect with them the next day or so because i was in their town visiting and this friend of mine who i know from a zoom group that i'm on that i talked to on zoom said that he would love to catch up with me whilst I was in his town and he also then sent me a message to say that I could come to his house and I could even have dinner with his family if I wanted. I messaged him to say I won't be stopping for dinner because I've got other things on but I'd love to come and visit you at your house. Now I've never actually been to his house ever in my entire life and he wouldn't tell me the address of his house because he likes playing these games with me too where we believe that we're quantumly entangled and where we can communicate via methods beyond telephone etc so he wouldn't give me his address and I thought this is a great little challenge that without his address I'm going to go and find his house now this city where he lives has a population of approximately 50 thousand people and I do have to say that I do know I knew from conversation that he lived not far from where his dad lived because I also know his dad and about seven or eight years prior to that his dad told me roughly what part of town he lived in so I had that understanding and that is all so the next day I hopped on my motorbike and I went to find my friend's house in a part of town where I believed that his dad lived in but not knowing the street so I really only had the area to go by and as I was riding into that part of town the 50,000 people I was talking to God who is connected with me at all times never separate and I was saying to God please just show me where it is that my friend Peter lives so that I can just arrive at his house without having directions that would be really cool for both of us for me and for him to have this story of connection now the other thing I do need to mention is I do know what Peter's car looks like because Peter visited me in my town in his car so I knew his car I did not know 
where he lived in the town. I did not know his address. I knew what part of town he lived in, but the part of town is just like west. It's a west part of town. And as I rode closer to the west part of town, talking to God about where he lived, I just had a feeling, a really strong feeling, that I needed to make a turn, a left turn, and I did that into a street. And then as I was riding along that street, I was talking to God, asking for the next direction, either left or right, to take me to Peter's house and I went past a street on the left and then I felt very strongly that the next street on the left that I should turn into and as I turned into that street I really felt like I was in his street and I thought well I'll just ride up and down this street until I hopefully see his car which I've seen before and then I will know and as I turned into that street his car was right there and so I just parked my motorbike out the front of his house and he walked out and he said hi oh hi Sean you're here you found me and both of us were very happy that I had found his house without directions. It was so cool. It's just such a beautiful illustration of the connectedness that we have. It's like moving toward even the joy that was created in the adventure of the mystery of where does he live. Now, I also have to say that the night before when I messaged him, which I didn't know, because when I arrived at his house, he said to me, last night when I messaged you, I also was making a sound. So he was making a physical sound at his house that he was sending to me, not over the phone or anything, just in his own home to connect with me so that I had a signal of where it was that he lived. Now, he told me this when I got to his house and he asked me, did I hear that sound the night before? And I didn't. I didn't physically hear it. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that, but that doesn't mean that that was not a part of the beacon that drew me to his place. Yeah, absolutely. And the frequency that comes with that sound that had a welcomingness to it, like he was putting out that signal of you're welcome here, like we're so excited that you're arriving, that frequency that we're resonating with, that very possibly was quite obvious because there was a lack of it in every other space that you were riding through at that time. And I think that there is a general disconnectedness from those fields, those quantum fields, those morphic fields, those energetic fields that we're surrounded by. We're even disconnected from our personal fields, let alone the fields that connect us together so that we can actually come into those heightened states of consciousness that can actually change everything around us, including that field that you were connecting in with, that sound, that frequency that was being put out that was filled with that loving intention and excitement that you would be arriving at their home. So in the Bible, it talks about us being in God and him being in us. So therefore, if that's the case and God's spirit is in us, it's it's not separate to us. He's in us at all times. Is that part of the explanation as to the way that he communicates with us? You know, that knowing that that knowing or sensing where it is that you should turn left or right is that God communicating with us so is it and if that is is that just a very similar field of energy that we use to connect with other people yeah so really 
it's just a matter of learning or experiencing that sense of turning left or right. And like I did with my mate Peter, trying to remember what that sense felt like. So it's not necessarily one of the five senses that we know of, but it's a sense beyond that. It could be a combination of senses. We now know that there's way more than five senses anyway. If you do a quick Google search, you'll find out that there's probably something like 30 senses. Uh, there could even be more. And there's obviously the capacity for combined senses as well, because taste is also experienced through uh, a combination of smell so I just am very interested in experiencing and walking out and experimenting more of these extra senses rather than just being limited or limiting our understanding to just five senses I'm really interested in playing you know like let's let's play hide and seek with no counting no clues let's play I spy with no clues I love it yeah definitely let's play I spy with no clues now I have actually done this a number of times with some of the guys that I interact with on Zoom Uh, We have not had any success at all yet, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to. We're honing our skills. But every now and again with some of the fellas that I know, they'll go, right, pick a number between 0 and 10. And it's just a matter of trying to focus in on their thoughts of the number that they're thinking and pick the number. And like I said, we've not had any success with it, but that doesn't mean we're stopping there. And that doesn't mean that we will never have success there. So we're practicing these entanglements. We're believing that all things are possible because we're actually in relationship with God, the creator of the entire world. And we believe that because we are, that all things are possible. And we're just learning how to experience these new extra senses that we know exist. And we're just experimenting with them and we're fully expectant that we will get better at. And before we know it, we will know the numbers that each other person is thinking of without even having to get a clue. Mm, I love it. Like this quantum state, this connectedness, it's this physics of it all. It's this really fertile ground for some of the most significant paradigm shifts I think in Christianity in spirituality as we begin to realize what already is it seems like the universe is made up of these solid building blocks but actually it's made up of tiny particles in relationship with each other with vast quantities of almost like empty space between them. But I had this picture when I was thinking about this, meditating this morning, and I was entangling in this quantum space of realizing what already is that I'm so deeply woven into the Father's heart that I am within Jesus. I am within Holy Spirit. I am am connected into the divine tapestry of all living things. In that space, I started to think about the space between all of those particles. And then I thought to myself, that's presence. Like that's, that's God. Because there is nowhere where he is not, even in space that appears to be uninhabited. And then I started to picture the waters, like the waters of the deep. Then I started to picture the sound of many waters, which is the very voice of God himself, the sound of many waters. And I was picturing those waters, the frequency of them, the physicality of them, that is holding 
everything else together. And just that feeling of swimming in God. Wow, there's this really, really wild eagerly bird that's just the right, falcon a falcon it's right next to us and wow. he's he's slowly flying against the wind but kind of hovering at the same time as well that reminds wow. me of when we were in another town called eden like the garden of eden and we were waiting to meet a friend of ours who lives in that town and she is entangled with eagles so she has a real connection with a lot of wildlife uh, including dolphins etc she swims a lot but she also has a relationship with eagles and as we we're waiting to meet with her in a location where we had been sitting for more than an hour having had no bird life around us as she arrived so did an eagle above her in the sky it was so wild entanglement ah oh, it was amazing it was amazing the verse that was speaking to me in this space was Colossians 1.17. I just want to read out of the Mirror Bible the couple of verses preceding that. In him, the image and likeness of God is made visible in human form in order that everyone may recognize their true origin in him, for he is the firstborn of every creature. Everything that is begins in him, whether in the heavenly realms or upon the earth, visible or invisible. He is the original blueprint of every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms or governments, principalities or jurisdictions. The original form of all things were founded in him and created in him. And then this is verse 17. He is the initiator of all things. Therefore, everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only in him. Everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only in him. It's like in science, the morphic fields is can also be referred to as purpose. Like the purpose, everything finds its relevance and its purpose in him in this interwoven tapestry of energetic fields that surrounds everything. It is the essence of who we are in within our cellular makeup and within all of creation. It's this thing that winds us together. It's beautiful. But it's also powerful in the unfolding of the revelation that's held within that, in that we find ourselves in him, all of our purpose in that place, which is actually found within one another. So it's like this connectedness that when we have an awareness of it, that it can take us into higher realms of functioning as we understand the part that each one of us plays in the beauty of the unfolding of the restoration of all things. So I have come from a time in the future, Kylie, to travel back to tell you that there will come a time in your future where you will not need a telephone to communicate or text. I love it. And I agree with you. And I love that you come from a time in the future to remind us of things that are unfolding in our now. That's where we're headed. There will be no requirement for a chip in your brain or a chip in your hand or any of those things that you've heard spoken about because we have within us the ability, the technology already to be actually practicing communication without speech amongst us, but we're just too busy. Yeah, I think we are. 
we're too distracted. Yep. Like you were last night watching that TV show, that bikey show that you were watching. <laughs> yes. That I was watching. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention motorbikes. I haven't mentioned them for a while. No, you did. You were talking about visiting your friend on your motorbike. Oh, that's true. So I've already mentioned motorbikes on this podcast. Yes, you have. Well, it's but, great but... that I have and that I didn't even realise that I do because motorbikes are a part of my everyday existence, as is quantum entanglement. That's right. And they're woven into your oneness, into the very being of the adventure that is within you. Do you ever show up at a cafe, at a restaurant, somewhere where you haven't been for a while, a shopping centre, you know, just a shop somewhere else and have somebody say to you, I was just thinking about you the other day. Yes. Well, come on, guys. Like, this is... This is being entangled, you know. All we have to do is stop using the word coincidence, put it aside and start practicing actually entangling and communicating with each other instead of using the word coincidence. So if you think of somebody, if you are sitting somewhere and a friend comes to mind, then how about you actually try and intentionally communicate with them no matter where you are? Yeah, I love it. And then you can experiment with that to see if they got the message, to see if they've thought of you, and just send them a text message and say, I've just been thinking of you, and be completely expectant that they will send you back a message saying, no way, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, I love it. Like, are we going to start doing these things, practicing these things, actually walking them out, or are we just going to talk about the possibility that they exist with science backing up our thoughts anyway and just leave it there or are we going to be the people that actually practice these things well i think we need to be activated and i'm going to read from a word i guess that i received and just that i was sitting with um on new year's eve of this year so the 31st of december uh, 2023 leading into the first of January 2024 and I was just really feeling the just my heart being awakened in that place of activation that we have been sitting in the knowledge of so many revelatory things we've been sitting in this place of our minds being renewed and our minds being blown wow to seeing things so differently and to all of these amazing things unfolding around us but are they actually our tangible reality? Are we being activated? Like Sean was saying, are we actually practicing some of these amazing concepts that we're being presented with? This quantum entanglement, are we continuing to just go, oh, it's a coincidence? Or are we embracing our connectedness in these spaces and what kind of things that we can be partnering with and in moving forward to make a tangible difference? in the earth. This morning as I moved in and out of those last moments of the dream state, I could feel the celebration in all the wonderful mysteries that have been discovered this past little while. Within that single moment, there was a merging of intelligence, revelation and light as the neurons began to party, exploding with joy, racing through my frontal lobe. I felt a fusion of creativity expanding with potential as it culminatively moves ever closer to becoming. We've transited a year of experience 
stupendous growth and dilation, it begs the question, how many of these new expanded ways of understanding and functioning have been deployed? How much of the new language, this mastery of new symmetries, the ways of thinking, how many have been activated in my quotidian existence? Do I meditate every day, pulling away from the patterns of the world, the rushing in my mind, the overthinking and the stress, making headroom to immerse myself in the rivers of life? Do I create space, letting go of limiting thoughts and awakening the wonder within? Am I dying? Diving deep into the quantum field where only energy and vibration exist. Everything is, after all, energy, frequency, and vibration. Have I become all that I am? There's that word again activation. There's untapped potential everywhere just waiting to be birthed. There are bodies filled with cells waiting to be awakened to the joy and healing that is found within. Wellness, longevity and age of life. There are dreams awash with innovation found in the halls beyond our logical minds in the mansion with many rooms deep within the garden of our hearts. I felt that moment of the eternal now where we become aware of the timelessness within which we exist. I also felt the alpha and the omega, the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. I felt the power in this as so many of us are feeling the pull towards everlasting transformation and metamorphosis of light. There's something within us that wants a line, a moment of no turning back. We desire a place to step over and into the expansiveness of our new now, of our next. We often see our coordinated universal time structure of a year as the start and the finish. And it's that end that we so long for, a place to say with finality, no more. It's a dynamic metaphorical position, one where I can declare that those things are not coming across the line with me. We find in this expanse of time, our new year, no longer a figurative, fresh new beginning, but a mountaintop moment of now. So on this pathway to enlightenment, let's use that. Let's activate this vivid reality, this now, our new now. The truth is that we come into possession of this fresh new beginning every single moment, every day. It's powerful. And even as we transcend space and time, we can step into the power of these moments and use them to activate our new reality. We are what we think we are. It's not just a saying. What you surround yourself with will become your actuality. You're a really good writer, Kylie. Thanks, honey. And by saying that, encouraging you in that space, are you more likely to write more or less? Absolutely. I think we're more likely to embrace those places that are being encouraged. And like I was saying there at the end, you are what you think you are. And often we become what we're told we are. We sit under the words of others. And I think that that's part of the power and the beauty of this quantum entanglement is we can actually frame up that beautiful future for ourselves and for others just by entangling in the goodness and the I am of what already is in Christ. So speaking of you being a good writer, you're also an author, Kylie. 
I'm sure that you know that. You remember that. Yes, I do. So I guess that I'm actually saying that not for you, but for somebody else that's listening right now. So if you weren't aware, Kylie is an author. She has a book called The New Now, and that's available on our website, wildfiretribe.life. So that's the place to go for all things connection, quantum entanglement and beyond with Kylie and myself. All of the activities that we're involved in and do have some sort of link back to that website. So wildfiretribe.life, including Kylie's book, which you can purchase there, the book called The New Now, and including all of the artworks, etc. that we have going on. We have lots of activities going on. We have lots of ways for you to interact with with us as well we have zoom groups and lots of different things so and we also have connections to social media platforms including facebook instagram tiktok etc etc so that's uh, a way for you to entangle with us thank you so much for those people that have supported what we do via patreon which is also linked to our website that is a, a the best way for you to support what we're involved in and what we do and we just thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and for supporting us that way now back to what you were saying about quantum entanglement and the download that you shared with us and shared with the world via social media from the end of last year yeah well i'll go on to just read a little bit of the last part of it because revelations they can be simple things like god is love we don't need to die to go to heaven and to the complexities of walking and operating in the higher kingdom realms of consciousness operating in realms that take us deeper than that within which we can hear see smell taste and touch is there not a hidden mystery within this space of more we don't have to die to go to heaven kylie that's right what i know it's you're crazy. telling me that we don't have to just suffer and live in misery in our physical bodies and fight with each other and be horrible and be greedy and want what each other has all of the time and be doing a difficult existence where you slowly and surely wither and perish and then you get to go to heaven it's you crazy. can go there now yeah on earth As it is in heaven. Yeah, that's right. I know it's so cool, isn't it? Because heaven is where? Within. Within. Heaven is within So you don't have to go anywhere because heaven is in you. God's in you. (laughs) He's in me. He's in you. Yeah. We're in him. Yeah. Heaven's in him and heaven's in us. We're entangled in every single way. Yeah. And any separation that we believed existed is untrue. Yes. He's the mystery within. On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, mystery. It's a dimension beyond here and now where we find ourselves coming alive in a wild and wonderful way, where we feel the very pieces of our body as we gather in the fullness of what already is. So he only put us in bodies so that we could see each other. That's a pretty cool concept. So that we could feel each other. Yeah. There is something very special about being here in these bodies. And I think that that's part of these morphic fields, understanding the energies that there are that 
that are mine, that I need to interact with, that I need to acknowledge and know a part of my functioning and my purpose and all of the different things, but that they are never separate from you. They're never separate from all of the other people and they're never separate from our creator. They're never separate from God because each one of us has within us a sound to bring forth. We have a frequency and a light to emit and each one of us, whilst ever we are in the darkness to who we are really and, and that we're listening to any other voice that says anything contrary to our amazingness and to the wonder that is within us, then we're disconnected even from ourself. It's yeah. really just the cheapest trick of all, isn't it? That that little whisper of you're not worthy, you're not enough, you're not going to make it, you're not going to be successful at what you've chosen to do it's really just a little nagging whisper that if we give it attention it becomes our reality it's true Eckhart Tolle he says in his book oneness with all life give up defining yourself to yourself or to others you won't die you will come to life and don't be concerned with how others define you when they define you they are limiting themselves so it's their problem whenever you interact with people don't be there primarily as a function or a role but as a field of conscious presence I love that it's like the don't worry about the name tag don't worry about the the job title that you have don't worry about the position in a church that you have whether you're a reverend a bishop a pastor or any of those other names you know you get apostles and prophets and all of the it seems to be really important to lots of people in the world to introduce themselves as sir reverend pastor sean apostle from wherever i know that that's a bit of an exaggeration but how often do we come into contact with people who introduce themselves as even doctor doctor such and such that's fantastic that you're a doctor there's not really any need for you to tell me that you're a doctor though not for me to understand that you're a person who's quantumly entangled with god the creator of the universe it doesn't mean to me that you're anything beyond what i already thought that you were which is a child of God. So these titles that we give to each other that we seem to think are very important to me, I don't think are so important. Exactly. I'm just about to read a verse about that. At what stage does it become not so important for us to have titles within churches and organizational structures like that and for us to all just be okay with us all actually being equal? I believe that love conquers all and I'm not saying that I'm very good at it but no matter what problem there is that exists within the world as I sit and think about whether I think about people fighting over territory or resources or money or food or any of the things that go on in the world I just come back to the one solution for all which I cannot get past is that if everybody just loved themselves and loved each other completely that none of those issues would exist for one moment longer yeah it's so true so if love's the answer for all of the problems in the world that I've ever considered that there was to to be in the world then the reason why we have any issues at all is because love is lacking in the area yeah if we were able to love ourselves and love each other and out of that place honor and respect and all of those things flow then there wouldn't be the need for us to be so territorial 
for us to then have a parcel of land that's bigger than yours because I happen to have this job that has entitled me to earn more money or I just think that love's the answer for everything. Love just cancels out the fear of not having enough. It says in Ephesians 4, love gives truth its voice. The conversation that truth inspires creates the atmosphere wherein growth is both spontaneous and inevitable. The whole person is addressed in Christ who is the head of the body. He is the conclusion of God's communication with mankind. From him flows the original composition and details of our design like words entwined in poetry. They connect layer upon layer to complete the harmony flowing the rhythm of his thoughts like footprints meanwhile the body thrives and pulsates with the energy of love each individual expression finds its complete measure there and I think you know there when everything is operating out of that energy of love you can all have the different things that we have in everything but there's no jealousy there's no there's no greed there's no meanness there's no like there's just flow because everybody is created to operate in different spaces. There is joy in each one of those places when people are seen for the fullness of who they are and the way that they're expressing that because there are people that just love to have like a little place that's easy to maintain that you know they can come and go from that they're involved in different things in their community and for some people that may seem like a small life for that person they're exactly where they're designed and created to be and they're operating out of that energetic field of love in their fullness in him but for others they're created to occupy the castles and to govern and steward great wealth because they're also operating out of that frequency and energy of love with their creator where they're able to facilitate that in a much more wilder bigger way than the person that just is stewarding that in their own smaller space that seems like it but if when everybody's operating out of that place like you're saying of love then it becomes this beautiful harmonized song like it speaks of in that that verse like words entwined in poetry they connect layer upon layer to complete the harmony following the rhythm of his thoughts like footprints meanwhile the body thrives and pulsates with the energy of love each individual expression finding its complete measure there within him it's beautiful it is beautiful I was thinking about that how does this happen happen in community what does this start to look like these morphic fields these this quantum entanglement as we're building community as we're in these places where we're gathering in hubs what does that look like what does that look like when we understand who we are and the quantum entanglement within our cellular structure within our own bodies what does that look like as we're starting to discover that and be a part of that in more of a community way and is that the intention of it from the beginning i think that this is already happening i think that humanity is already quantumly entangled it may not just realize to the depths of 
how that's already happening. You know, this morning we've already been to a cafe and we've had coffee with some people that we know. And that group sometimes is, it might be 10 people, sometimes it's three or four people, but it's like we're drawn to each other and we're drawn into conversation and we're, we're also doing, we have this little community kind of there, even though we don't visit each other in our homes or anything like that, but we're entangled enough to the point that we seem to know when somebody else needs to be listened to or asked yeah. questions of. You know, we we do have a relationship with each other in, in our existence. And I'm not just talking about us, I'm talking about the entire world. We are actually entangled and communicate with each other, knowing or suspecting full well that people that we know also have needs. You know, that, that every now and again, somebody will buy you a coffee because they just like to make that gesture or they suspect that you don't have the money to buy one even. So we are entangled in a way, whether we realise that we're doing it or not. It's already happening. I would, I think for me personally, I just want to always be endeavouring to heighten my understanding of entanglement. These practices that we know of, including seeing in the spirit realm, these sorts of things as well. So all of these things that we have awareness of, I'm looking to enhance them and grow them so that I can be in community with people I can be around somebody that I know or don't know and know what it is that they need know if they have a lack in their life of something that I can fulfill without actually having to ask them that's the kind of entanglement that I'm looking to enhance my experience of by being aware of its existence and practicing it I love it. And I think it comes back to that place of knowing who we are in him and nurturing that relationship of understanding the fullness of who we are as individuals. Nobody in the world would need to ask for anything if we were all aware of our entanglement with each other and we could see a need where it existed. Exactly. Well, I was reading in an article just about the this entangling, the morphic fields. I'll just read this excerpt from this lady. I can't remember what her name was, but she wrote, sometimes for reasons that we do not know, the cell loses contact with this morphic field or this energetic field and suddenly it loses touch with context and it doesn't know what to do it's like the compass its cellular compass is taken away so it becomes lost in the absence of a guiding compass cells regress to a primitive memory and a behavior pattern and then they start multiplying in that place so they just grow mindlessly in this place of purposelessness till they eventually collapse the body that supports them so in this example she's speaking about cancer so the cells in their healthy format or in the format that they were originally created to function in have actually forgotten who they are and why they are there. So I think sometimes in this context of our collectiveness or these quantum fields that we're engaging with as we're knowing more of who we are in Christ and knowing, understanding more of our oneness and our connectedness to nature and everything around us is the very ability to continue to remind ourselves of who we are 
And then to actually remind one another of that as we continue to step into these spaces where we're woven together as one. So last time that I was away and I I rode home for about 10 hours in one day and I did not tell you that I was coming home, did I? No. Not on that day? No. I just rode and rode and it wasn't necessarily even my plan to make it home that day but as the day went by and I got closer I just kept on thinking, well if I just keep on going for a few hundred more kilometres I'll get there. So as I was riding towards home thinking that I may make it there today without telling you that I was coming home I was thinking about you all day and when I eventually got home and as I was talking to you later that night and I told you that what did you say? I can't remember exactly what I said, but I could feel you coming home. I could see you riding up the coast. Because of quantum entanglement. Yeah, exactly. So there's been experiments done with husbands and wives where they are in separate locations and are actually scientifically measured as to different emotions are introduced uh, in separate locations to where the husband and the wife can actually sense each other in different places. These are experiments that have been done. It's not very hard to to find these uh, things online, these experiments. And also twins. How do twins sense that something is going on with the other twin? Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I love all that connection. So these things exist. We know they exist. We don't necessarily completely understand how it functions. But how do you get better at something? Practice. That's what we always say to our kids. You know, it's just like when you when you're raising children and they are learning a sport and they want to be the best at soccer or cricket or tennis or whatever it is that they're playing. And the answer is always the same as to how you get to be the best, and that is to practice. Exactly, and it's like you know when we talk about having muscle memory as well. You know, there are things that our body needs to practice, and like I was talking about in that example before, where the cell had uh, regressed to that place where it just reverted to its primitive memory like this baseline of whatever was told to it in its genetics and in its upbringing and often that can be like a place that causes dis-ease in our cells and turns into something that is not good for us. So how do we come into that place then where we are moving forward collectively coming into higher realms of consciousness in the quantum fields to be able to start to see some of these things that we're believing for become our reality? I thought I just answered that for you. Practice, exactly. So why did you use all of those words to ask a question that I had already answered? Well, because I feel like it's one of those things that it needs to be gone over a couple of times in a different, a few different ways to say it because there's a real importance on activation this year. There's a real importance in bringing these things outside of our realms of knowledge and understanding and into the physicality of our lives. So I'm wondering to what degree does love play a part in all of this quantum entanglement too? Is there a, a requirement for a, a permission 
to communicate with each other telepathically from both parties for it to be an experience that's possible. I do know that there's friends of ours that we visit regularly that we're involved with spiritual type discussions who I feel like and we've actually said we have given each other permission to have any conversation with each other and because that's the case and we have this love for each other that we can sense when something's not quite right with the other person without having to ask, without them having to tell us, because there's like a permission that has been granted in that understanding that we love each other and care for each other, and therefore it makes it easier. It makes it easier to see. It does, and it's one of those places too and if you're listening to this podcast you're woven into this heart family as some people describe it as which is like it's the family that always has been that we've been created to be a part of it it defies nationhood and it defies genetics and all of those different things that place us into categories it even defies gender it's this heart family that is found in this place where even just you're opening yourself up to being a part of this community that is connected in the heart it's this place where we're coming into the fields of possibility that we're sharing life with one another and we're actually imparting our hopes and our dreams into this heart space and I feel like what what else emanates out of the heart space it is love isn't it so this cardiognosis and telepathy and quantum entanglement and all these kinds of discussions I just think as I get around and I, I just thought of another example of a person that I saw one day who was sitting and vaping outside of a shop center and I felt like I had a download from heaven for this person who I had never met before and as I entered into that conversation with them I asked them permission for me to talk to them first and when she gave me permission then I was able to tell her what it was that I saw in the spirit realm about her a message that I had for her which was that she was way more highly prized than she felt like she was and that some of the activities that she was involved in she was doing out of a place because of feeling rejected by other people you know this word type scenario that you have for people that is is only from another realm it's not something that you've read or that you've heard when you first meet someone I'd never met her before but what enabled me to actually speak to her and make my message clear and really go a long way to healing a heart issue that she had about the way that she felt about herself was that she gave me permission if I had not actually asked her for permission and just started talking to her it may not have affected her in the way that it did because she hadn't given me permission so if you're in relationship with people and you have given each other permission to talk about those things beyond the usual kind of how is your day how's the weather kind of thing but that heart space of caring for each other and you've given each other permission then there's much more likelihood that this telepathy cardionosis quantum entanglement type scenario is going to be heightened and more effective yeah absolutely like our heart is this thinking organ it's bigger than the brain isn't it the way that it has the capacity to be able to there is more thoughts going from the heart to the brain than from the brain to the heart i love it 
And it's like when people say, follow your heart or, you know, like my heart isn't in it. Or it's like that heart space that we have with one another where it is a different realm of functionality. It's that place where, like you were saying before, you know, all of those things that we're looking for are within. When we're going to heaven, where are we going? We're going within, within. Like it's that heart space, that place of love because our access gate to everything beyond is through the love gate which is our first love with him it's that place of the doorway which is Jesus everything that he did for us was done in that place of love that expansive energy space that place of heart connection where we can go through that heart gateway into the realms of everything that is beyond the realms of possibility that open up in the quantum fields that take us into the depths of the father's heart so that's what i was talking about with regards to permission just a minute ago you know when somebody gives you permission to speak to them about those important things it's like the same permission that you've given to god you know this open door of God, I trust you with my life. I trust you that you love me. I trust those things that I've heard about you. I trust that you want to do life with me and you want me to do life with you. It's like this permission is granted between you, which brings you into union, which brings you into this state of being together as one. I love it. I love it. I just love it. I love it. I'm just going to read a quote by Francis Lucille from The Perfume of Silence. And it reads, It, the realization of oneness, means being constantly open to the possibility that we are like two flowers looking at each other from two different branches of the same tree. So that if we were to go deep enough inside to the trunk, we would realize that we are one. Just being open to this possibility will have a profound effect on your relationships and on your experience of the world. I just love that. It's that picture of the tree again, isn't it? Like the tree of life. It's like realizing that we're all part of this same beautiful living entity, this amazing creation. And that we're, we could be a little piece of bark. We could be a beautiful leaf. We could be a flower. And it's like waving ourselves in the, oh, like, I feel like, wow, like the wind has just come. The trees are like dancing above us. They're going, yes, yes. See, we're like in this oneness together with you. The leaves are all each part of this beautiful connectedness that is all going down into the trunk into the depths of the mystery within that we can't even see from the outside all of creation is groaning for you to remember who you are you are sons and daughters of god that you actually have an ability to interact with all of creation that is groaning waiting for you to remember (laughs) and as kylie was speaking about the trees the wind i guess in the in a normal regular sense in the past you would have just gone oh the wind's picked up and the trees are making noise or as we've experienced before if you just think about it in the way that you are actually entangled with all of creation the trees are actually showing you an excitedness that you've seen them that you're here that you're enjoying their shade that you're interacting with them and they're excited to the point where they're actually moving around and making a noise and we can choose to believe these things or not when we moved house in 
2012 and we were looking at purchasing a different property. So we'd sold our home where we lived and we were wanting some confirmation. We were saying, God, we just really just want to feel peace about this. We want to know that if this is the place that you've set aside for us, that we really want to step into the fullness of what is for now. And as we drove toward that house, the trees on the side of the road were celebrating our arrival. They were waving at us. They were dancing as we drove through them and then when we got to the house and we walked through and we opened the back door and we stood on the back step and looked out at the backyard there was a line of like five trees along the back fence and they were celebrating that we were there it's like they were cheering they were waving at us they were saying you've arrived you're the ones that we've been waiting for So we asked for confirmation, that was our confirmation, so we ended up moving there. And we could choose to believe that or not believe that, but I think we were well on that journey of realising that we're woven into every living being, that we are a part of the great unfolding of the restoration of all things, that that is just a reminding one another of what already is and who we already are in our oneness within him. It's so exciting. I love it. I love it. So as we're interacting with you via audio, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Thank you so much for being entangled with us in this way. And thank you so much for supporting what we do via Patreon. If you have used the app before and you have actually interacted with us that way, we thank you so much. This is the reason why we're able to share with you what we're speaking about today. This is the reason why we're able to be at the river with our microphones, because you've chosen to entangle with us in that way. And we thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. As we're heading toward the end of our time with you today, I just want to share another Eckhart Tolle quote from his book, Oneness with All Life. And he says, whatever is or happens is the form that the now takes. As long as you resist it internally, form, that is to say, the world, is an penetrable barrier that separates you from who you are beyond form, separates you from the formless one life that you are. When you bring an inner yes to the form the now takes, that very form becomes a doorway into the formless. The separation between the world and God dissolves. If you resist what happens, you are at the mercy of what happens and the world will determine your happiness and your unhappiness. So I feel like it's like this place, like I was speaking about before, we're diving into the completeness, this waters of the deep places within the places within him, within you, within the cosmos and all of creation. Like it's this place where we find wisdom, where we find fullness. It's within his heart. It's within the fullness of who we already are. It's the great unfolding of all of these the beauty, this connectedness we find in the waters of the deep that fills all the spaces. There is nowhere where he is not. So there is no nothing. There is always something. And when we really tap into the frequency of what that looks like in the quantum fields, we're tapping into the fullness of love because he is love, the frequency of love. Woo-hoo.
<laughs> thank you for entangling with us today and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast and yet again for about the 50th time this podcast if you want to know anything else about what it is that we do visit wildfiretribe.life thank you yeah thanks for joining us guys have a beautiful day Thank you.